Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. My name is Jack, and I'm sitting here, as always, with Chris. Chris, how's it going? Going perfectly fine. I'm ready to record. We've got a bigger size news this week. I know, it's so nice. (laughs) One ride of the week option left, some questions, and then a fun second half. So, I'm excited. Now, before we get to that... We got to shout out our patrons. We love you guys. And they are Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, and Mark. So thank you all for making this possible. I got a bill last week and I don't have to spend my own money on it. It makes me happy. Thank you to the patrons. That's all y'all. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, link in the description. All the money goes back to the show. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing we have to do at the top of the show, because you are not getting away with disrespecting Millennium Force like that, Grant, Zach, you are going to apologize to Millennium Force because that ride is a queen and you are wrong for not liking it. End of discussion. Okay, I'm done. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's hop into some news. So first up. Playlands Castaway Cove is now under construction after it, uh, well, had that fire. Uh, but good to see them getting back up. Yeah, it was, um, when was that fire was right, or, was right around or right after Christmas, if memory serves me, right? I don't remember when. I just remember it happened. Yeah, that's, that's about, but it's good to see them rebuilding. Uh, and I know they said they're going to be open this summer, even though that building won't be finished yet. So good for them. Mm-hmm. Next up, though, Indiana Beach and Mr. Gene Staples has gone on a buying spree large enough to where he is now formed in IB. I'm assuming that's going to be short for Indiana Beach Parks and Entertainment. Right. Uh, where <laughs> It was Fantasy Island they bought, right? Mm-hmm. So, now so now he has three parks. Indiana Beach. Fantasy Island, and, oh, Lord, why am I blanking on it? That one, that Clement, yeah. So, uh, shout out Mr. Staples for bringing all these parks back. We really appreciate it, sir. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so they're, I guess, a chain now. Um, And we'll see. I mean, I want to see what he does with Clementson and um, Fantasy Island first. But, I mean, if everything goes well and he keeps making money, we could see more in the future, definitely. But, uh, yeah, shout out Gene Staples for opening all these parks that we never got to go to. He is someone we should try to get on the show. I would love to talk to him maybe, or his maybe. son. I That would be amazing. We're, we're going to work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be a fun episode for sure. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, okay, now tell us all of your secret plans, please. <laughs> the first time, we haven't had someone from a park on yet, have we? Mm. Not like a. I mean, we've had Joe on. He worked at Cedar Point, but I'm th- I'm talking like. I don't think we have. Hmm. The first time we do that, that's gonna be entertaining. Okay, here's your here's a question for y'all in Discord. 
what park official or person would you want us to try to talk to first? Also, join the Discord. Link in description. Also, join the Discord, yes. Um, but yeah, so that's a thing now. Thanks, Gene Staples. And uh, I want to visit all of these within the next few years to show oh, my oh. appreciation for Mr. Staples. We're going back to the shout-up. Bryant, you're wrong. It does not just turn into a test track after the first turn. Sorry, this is live happening in the Discord as we're recording this. And so anytime oh, one of you insults Millennium Force, you're getting called out. It's crap. I just blew up not mentioning him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, Chessington World of Adventures released concept art for a new land. And it looked like it included a shuttle coaster. Okay, I'm going. I'm pulling up the concept art or whatever it was right now, because uh, when I looked earlier, I couldn't really make a guess as to what this was. But I'm going to take a little bit more in-depth look at it right now. But yeah, so new land, new coaster. That's pretty sick. Good for Chessington. Um, they this need to add second. more like this, considering Paltons is adding pretty much stuff every year at this point it seems like uh so the two family parks are kind of going at it yeah so the way this looks to me is it looks like it kind of like launches backwards into a spike or something like that and then it goes forward through a turn like a zero g roll what this looks like to me is either an rmc raptor an Intamin Raptor or single rail, or maybe just an Intamin launch, just based off like this overhead layout view we get. Because the one thing it doesn't do is it's just like a gray line on the ground, but it gave us shadows, which gives us an idea of how hot or like the shaping of some of these elements. I'm trying to find the picture now. Uh, okay, there it is. Um,. I get what you're saying, but is Chessington going to add something like that with it being a family park? Well, that one thing going over, like, the entrance is definitely, um, is definitely, like, an inversion. So. Backwards into the spike. Because you can see the track rolls over itself. That would surprise me. I'm trying to see if there's other pictures that show that. No, but, um, so... I mean, unless the concept art is completely inaccurate, it looks like it's not single rail. Looking at the pictures. Um, so I don't yeah. think it, it's not a raptor. It looks like mock. Could it be a mock? Is that a possibility? Mm, I'm trying to zoom in some more. Okay, launch. Does it actually invert or is that like a wave turn? So, okay, I'm reading, I'm Reddit, I'm looking at it, and it says, Word on the street says that this coaster will be an Intamin Motorbike Launch Coaster, and evidently a shuttle layout. 
Yeah, so, so I don't think that's an inversion. That looks like it's more of like a a wave turner, like a wall stall sort of thing. Maybe. Um, so I guess I'm just imagining now, like, basically the one section of Hagrid's where you shoot forward, hit the spike, and go back and doing that. I'm just imagining that being a coaster without anything else, which I think would be fun. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, Intamin Motorbike Shuttle Coaster. That's a good fit. Um, I mean, yeah, no, Hagrid's... I, there's good. no way this would, like, top Hagrid's, but Hagrid's is in my top 15, so... Well, I mean, we'll complaint. see if it's, like, Hagrid's or if it's, like, Wavebreaker, you know? Because they, they could go the model like Hagrid's, maybe, where it's just, like, a multi-launch with the LSMs and it's more forceful. Or they could go with the drive tire. I uh, hope they would go with the multi-launch, especially if it's going to have a spike like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because Wavebreaker was fun, but those trains are not comfortable at all. Hagrid's trains felt like you were sitting on your couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, good to see Chesnut expanding. I mean, they needed something like this with uh, Tornado Springs just opening at the other family park of the UK, so... Good for them. Definitely looks like. Well, and Paltons has apparently got another roller coaster coming. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about uh, Cedar Point. <sighs> okay. I would normally not bring stuff like this up, but it's I can't ignore how bad it was. Uh yeah. So if you haven't been paying attention, Cedar Point's opening weekend came. And it was way overcrowded, and they had a huge issue where they have been um, closing down certain rides. And I I don't know about others, but I know for sure Steel Vengeance closed like two and a half hours before actual park closing, which Mm -hmm. is ridiculous. But uh, looking at it, it seemed like it was, you know, your usual opening weekend issues other than that. That seemed to be the only thing that stood out to me that was like, that's completely unacceptable, and they need to change that immediately. Yeah, so the big the things I heard were, of course, the line issue, which we'll circle back to in a minute, because that's the big one. Staffing, but that's to be expected, because mm-hmm. everywhere needs staffing. I got called, I had to answer the phone the other day at work and got chewed out because we didn't have enough staff. I was like, sir, you, want, you, you can come work for us. Um like i will gladly take you and train you as a cashier because i need cashiers right now um and then the other thing and this is the one that i have to like i have to scratch my head is people complaining about masks and social distancing it's like you knew in advance because they put on all the reopening guidelines that they weren't going to require masks in the midway mm-hmm. so i hate to break it to you but if you're someone who's still like gonna be like everyone needs to be wearing a mask don't go to a Cedar Fair Park this year because it's not going to happen. They are really relaxing protocols there. It's, it doesn't bother me. I'm fully vaccinated. I've been, and I mean, I'll, I will still have my mask on at parks this summer until we get to a higher level of vaccination. But uh, I, it's like one of those things that's like, yeah, it's going to be a thing you're going to have to deal with. And please stop complaining about it because you have no control over it. Mm-hmm. So, okay. The closing lines thing, though, is what I really wanted to talk about. Because they put out on, when they put the reopening guidelines out, they said they were going to do this. 
but two and a half hours. I agree. Because that, that is too much. I get closing it maybe an hour before part close. But I think if you're going to do that, you need to advertise it. So the part closes at eight. Your If the line for Steel Vengeance is over an hour long at seven o'clock, it will be closed. Mm. Or really any ride in the parks. Like if the line is over an hour long, we're going to close it. Um, but Andrew Hyde, which he's done a lot of like, in-depth talking about this on his twitter so if you want a lot of information about it go check out his twitter from the last couple days he pointed out that closing the rides at line 2.5 hours early literally cut off 25 percent of the day which is ridiculous um and the other thing i heard is they didn't just cut off the normal line they cut off the fast lane line too which is really gonna irk me if that's the case when we're there yeah, this is a thing that's, like, a really big problem for them, and I think any other year it would be something that when they saw the backlash they were getting and they saw the issues it was causing, they would uh, pretty much change within the first couple of weeks. But with all the staffing issues and everything right now, I don't see them changing this for a while. I think I think what's going to happen is this last weekend was, their, like, opening weekend. They're, they're, they're blaming all this past weekend's events on it being opening weekend. I think if they're going to make a change, it's going to be because something goes crazy wrong this weekend or next weekend. Um, And hope, I mean, as awful as it sounds, I kind of hope something does go terribly wrong because this needs to be changed. Um. Because it's, it's always been one of those things. It's like Cedar Point, you can get in line right as they close, you still get to ride. Mm-hmm. That's been that's an American thing. There's not a single park in America I know that will close in line early unless they have a good reason to. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it more than 30 minutes early here. Uh, uh, and now Cedar Point's going two and a half, so... Yeah, Dollywood has been known to forget the closers until 15 minutes after part closing before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, don't try to be Fuji Q Highland. That's basically the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, uh, that's the only really big issue that I saw from a opening weekend that wasn't expected already. Mm-hmm. And again, everyone complaining about staffing. Please stop complaining about staffing. They have no control over it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so uh, that happened. Cedar Point figured out. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next up, from King's Dominion, Avalanche will not be open in 2021. We had heard some rumors about this with it being uh, off of the map, and now it is confirmed. Which either means a it's going away for bigger expansion in the next couple years. Or B, it's just for the 4D free spin construction, which I think is most likely. Um, mm-hmm. But if it does go away, then I I like Avalanche. But if it means we can get a huge new ride at King's Dominion, I'm not really going to complain if it goes away. Yeah, it was it was fun. I got the credit. I don't ever need to ride. I like, it was one of those things. We're going to King's Dominion this summer, and they said it's going to be closed. I was like, okay, big whoop. I wasn't yeah. going to ride it anyways. I was going to ride I-305 on Timbers, and that's about it. I'm going to do Grizzly, Dominator, I-305, Timbers, and Racer 75. Yep, Those that's all I want to ride, not riding. Maybe um, the Boo Blasters. I didn't like their Boo Blasters I, that much. I didn't do theirs because it had a long line. So. It's, 
Uh, no, Canada's Wonderlands is complete garbage. I'd say theirs is probably my... There's four of them, I'd say it's in third place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Canada's Wonderlands is the worst. It's garbage. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we were just talking about Gene Staples and his new chain, and speaking of that, at Indiana Beach, their new Schwarzkopf, what's the name of it again? We, we keep just calling it Chimera, but it has a name now. Is it like deer looping or something like I just put Chimera because I was like, I don't know what it's called. I'm probably going to call it com- com- Chimera, American Chimera. Deer Looping. So yeah, okay, that, thing. that the short cough that was formerly Chimera uh, is vertical now, which, you know, it obviously a good thing. I think there were a lot of people who, when it first got announced, were hoping that it would be open for before or after Hollywood Nights, but that is not going to happen. Uh, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, there was a lot. I have a feeling a lot of that ride needed to go through at least go mm-hmm. through some sort of inspection to make sure it was good to go before they built it. Um, I'm praying. I it's very slim chances, but I'm gonna say it right now. If it is open when we're driving home from Michigan, ooh. So I don't think I've told you. It's only like 15 minutes off the interstate from when we drive back from Michigan. Wait, really? It's not far off the Okay, we'll talk later. <laughs> you, you know what I'm thinking. But, uh... There's, there's another... Th- we, that's a discussion for later. There's stuff I'll tell you about that later, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm curious as to the trains they're gonna use, because obviously there was an issue with Kiki Paris. Yeah, there were... Uh, okay, y'all, apparently... we are going to use PTC Buzzbar trains. Yeah. But, uh, apparently... Honestly, I think that would be fine. Really According to... Too. Yeah, according to Mark, that ride is so intense anyway, you probably don't need a restraint, so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's being built finally, which is good to hear uh, Indiana Beach expanding even more. And then, or, if the rumors are true that they bought the shuttle loop, this is a little bit of a good tangent talking point. Is that going to also go to Indiana Beach, or do you think Clemington or Fantasy, Fantasy Island's going to get it? Or did they just buy it for the trains? That's true as well. But, I mean, then they pr- probably could have just bought the trains, right? I, I don't think they would buy the whole ride for... That's fair. Although, to be honest, like, why would you sell the ride and not the trains? Because there's no one else that makes Shorescoff trains right now. You'd have to completely, like... I don't know. I, I would, of course, I want that ride, the shuttle loop to survive, but it would not surprise me if they just bought it for the trains. Mm-hmm. Because there's no one else that makes Shorescoff trains. You either have to make it all yourself... Or yeah. find trains from another ride. Well, Premier makes them now, right? Maybe. Didn't Premier come out with a Schwarzkopf type train that could work on that that has comfort collars? Well, there's your issue. Uh, that's the big problem. But okay, I can if see Gene Stable being like, moved. "I'm interested." Oh, you put comfort collar? Oh, nope, I'll just go buy another roller coaster. <laughs> and then everyone cheered. But uh, if it were to go somewhere. It could really fit at any of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's such a narrow footprint. It, you really like Montezuma's Revenge. Like its width footprint is like twenty five feet. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, the length is massive, but the width, as long as you've got room for a station, you're good. Yeah. But uh, so shout out Gene Staples once again. Chimera is vertical. 
Um, yeah. Next up, for, uh, Adam Silverwood. Yes, yeah, stunt pilot is testing. This is going to somehow open before Jersey Devil. It uh. is opening on the 29th, I think. That sounds... That sounds right. I know I've been... I was texting with Sarah the other day, and I know she says they fly out on the 27th to go film the opening of it. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to open before Jersey Devil, and I'm not at all salty about it. No, not me either, but uh, yeah, it looks like, I mean, it's going to be good. Everybody knows yeah, it's the, ready. The one video we've seen of it was like, they literally said, this is the first test run, so it looked kind of slow through a lot of the elements, but literally first test run, so not much to judge it by yet. Mm-hmm. Keeping with RMC, though, RMC has come out with what is, has to be direct competition with Gravity Group and GCI's smaller family coasters. It is the RMC family coaster. Okay. Uh, everybody who made the memes about RMC Woodstock Express, you, like... You were right. Happen. It could literally the, happen. The, the ironic thing is I was bored in class one day because end of year stuff and no nothing's happening. And so I texted Chris. I was like, I'm bored. What should I do? And he's like, design an RMC wacky worm. And this I designed an RMC Racky Worm. And literally, like, 20 minutes after I finished it and sent it to Chris, someone went on their website and found that they were doing the family coaster thing. I was like, hmm. Definitely uh, <laughs> a little bit of a coincidence. But, yeah, so RMC Family Coasters. That, that's pretty sick. Uh, Woodstock Express, RMC 2021. Here we go. Kings Island, Carowinds. Anywhere else that has them. Zach Zoomer, RMC. Please don't. That ride is too good. You Zach don't Zoomer, understand. But you would get a new coaster. You don't understand, like, actually how good that ride is until you've ridden it. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, so that's a thing. Um, in our last bit of news, this has been a longer news, like I said. Zoom and Jaro and King Daka can now operate together, and we have footage... Uh, I think the car dropping I'm, with Zoom and Jaro. Okay, if amazing. I'm not mistaken, the like coding of the ride is designed so that happens as often as possible. That's that's fantastic. Because I can't wait so now. one thing one thing a lot of people don't know about King Ka that they one of the modifications they did from Dragster is that at the top of King Ka's top hat there is actually a set of trim brakes to regulate how fast it goes down the spiral, because Dragster has been known to just yeet over the top of that hill and fly down the spiral. But also with those trim brakes, there's a sensor that is directly linked to the drop for Zoom and Jaro, so that when it passes over the uh, trim brakes, they drop and they race down. That's fantastic. I can't wait. So, the, this made me want to ride King of and Zoom and Jaro when I go this year even more. I'm, I'm so much more excited, but... So yeah, that's a good thing. Shout out the New Jersey government for allowing them to do this. Kyle, it's only been seven years, but you know, I'm happy. I've ridden both of these rides, and I'll be, excuse me, I'll be honest, I wasn't planning on riding Zumanjaro this time. No, I'm riding it now. Mainly because I want to do, have Kyle race me down, and I want to sit on that far right edge so I can just watch that train. But also, Bryant, you are riding Zumanjaro. End of discussion bossy today but yeah so that was our news for the week 
next up, we have uh, Ride of the Week, which we've been doing Schwarzkopf's. Uh, Bryant gave us that idea. Shout out him. That's like the fourth uh, time this episode. Yep. We can't do it. <laughs> we literally can't it, do it. He, he's, he's literally just part of the show at this point. But we only have one option left, and that is Shockwave at Six Flags Over Texas, which Jack has Take not written. Take it away. And I have. So this is my week. So Shockwave. Um, I have a good appreciation for Shockwave because Over Texas wasn't opening rides on time the day I was there. A lot of them didn't open till 12 when the park opened at 10. Uh, and Shockwave was one of the few that was open. So, yeah, shout out Shockwave for being open for me. Um, I got one front row ride, which I regret not doing back now from what I've heard. But uh, everybody talks about the crazy ejector that this ride has, and there is definitely airtime, but I didn't get any crazy ejector, which I assume is because there, there's more in the back, and I didn't ride in the back. But, um, yeah, no, there's still some good air throughout the ride, mainly in the second half. Um, the double loops is incredibly intense. It's just gray out, come out, gray out again, and then back through. Uh, I thought the ride fit in really well in the back of the park there right next to the road. I thought that was kind of a cool setting next to the highway. And it's my favorite Schwarzkopf right now. Uh, I haven't ridden Mindbender in a long time, so I think that that could definitely change my opinion when I do get to ride Mindbender, or even the one up in Vancouver, or where, no, not Vancouver, Edmonton, um, but yeah, so that's my favorite Schwarzkopf right now, there's good air, but probably better in the back, but I didn't get to ride there, and very intense double loops, that is shockwave to me. Yeah, it looks like a good ride. I really need to get to over Texas and ride it. I'm I love short scoffs and everyone raves about this one. So mm-hmm. I, I think the back is the special seat and I just was not aware of that then. So uh, I need to go back for that. But yeah, very, very quick ride of the week this week, which is expected when only one of us has ridden it. But now the part that you all care about and have probably skipped to at this point. So uh Hey, welcome to the episode to those who just skipped to hear their question. <laughs> the first one, uh, and real quick, join the Discord. This is That's where you can ask the questions. Link in description. But our first question, do you think Rougarou will be the next to go at Cedar Point? It doesn't seem to attract many people and is one of the last rides that they seem to get up and running when fully staffed. This is from Grant. Uh, no, I do not think it will be the next ride to go. That is quite simply, if I had to guess the next ride to go, it is Cedar Creek Mine Ride because that sits on some real. It sits on a lot of land, and the part of the park they seem to really want to focus on right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's what I was going to say. Cedar Creek Mine Ride is probably next up. However, maybe. Maybe seven, eight years down the line, I could see Rougarou going, since it does take up a good plot, and it doesn't have high ridership. I like Rougarou. I thought it was pretty good, but uh, I can understand them taking it out with low ridership. I mean, when I was there, I was on some pretty busy days. Two of the three days I was there were really busy, and it had it never had more than a 10-minute wait, I don't think. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's on a good spot of land, and you know, if it doesn't get ridership, it makes complete sense to take it out eventually but i don't think it's next up no it's a it's a b&m it's only been six years since i did the conversion to floorless 
And in the middle of the summer hot days, it does get long lines. It might not be popular among us enthusiasts, but I have a feeling it still gets good lines in the summer. So I think it's safe for now. I think I agree with Chris. Seven, eight years down the line. Maybe. Might be on the might be on the chopping block. So mm-hmm. Okay, next up. What is the last park in the U.S. with a legitimate credit that you think you'll get to in your lifetime from Anonymous? This is a good question. Uh, I've been thinking about this one a little bit. See, the, the hard part is what are we defining as a legitimate credit? Because I think, like, uh, FBF visas are out. Just anything then, with something decent size. I mean, I think that that's... That you get to decide pretty much what you consider. Mm, okay, I think there there's a couple that definitely are gonna be a while for me to get to. So, two of them that come to mind is castles and coasters and cliffs yeah, okay. in New Mexico. Um, there's also Oaks Park in Oregon because who goes to Oregon for Gerslauer? Um, I think I'll get to Silverwood before those, but still, that's a lot out of the way. And then there's a lot of small parks in the Northeast with decent-sized credits that I doubt I will get to for a while, since there's also big parks up there that I will choose to go to first. Uh, But I'd probably say either Oaks or the ones in Washington or uh, Cliffs in New Mexico. Yeah, those are... I would probably say Castles and Coasters, Oaks, those are both. And then, like you said, there's so many parks in New England that are just tiny, like one credit, but that one credit might be like Rorosaurus. Uh, but still, it's like, when am I going to have the time to go get that? And do I want to pay the admission for it when I've got all these other big parks I want to go to? There's also so that, all the New Jersey boardwalks. Yes. But, okay, the one one legitimate one I will shout out, because it's a mountain coaster, but the chance it will be a while before I'm back is the mountain coaster at Heavenly Ski Resort, which I got cheated out of riding because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when I will be back at Heavenly, so I have no idea when I'm going to get that credit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's so many parks that are small with like one or two big credits in the U.S. It's hard to pick, but I definitely say some of the ones out uh, west probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, another random one. The little tiny park that's like 10 minutes away from Knott's with the... Um... Oh, uh, the one that has Rewind Racers. Yes, that... Yeah, it's like, what is when it am called? I going to go... Matt, I don't remember. Something City. Adventure City, right? Yes. It was like, but when am I going to go ride that? Because Knott's is right there and like... Just do the next time you're in California. Exists. And then there's... Um, yeah. Yep, Adventure City. That's that such a good question, but it's such a hard question. I can't give you like a for sure answer because it's also there's so many. It depends on the trip too. Like if I go to New England, and I got the time. Yeah, I'll try to hit all these little places, but I don't mm-hmm. know. That's great question. Can't give you a for sure answer. Yeah. So. Um, that was it for questions. So we only had two this week, and that's partially my fault because I forgot to put in the Discord to ask for questions until like 30 minutes before we recorded. My bad. But uh, yeah, so join the Discord. I won't do that next time, and you guys will have your chance to ask more questions. And I mean, you can just drop them whenever you want. But so to close it out, second half of the show, 
we had a what we think is a pretty decent idea, and that is IPs that deserve rides or lands or something along that line. Um, so yeah, we did five each intellectual properties that deserve rides or lands. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, so I think we'll, we'll go back and forth, and we we already know each other's five because we wanted to make sure we had five different ones. So the first one I came up with is one that I was like it was the, it immediately popped to mind. I've talked to a bunch of people about this, and I think they are I think they they are building one, but it's not happened yet. So I'm putting it down because I have a different idea from what's actually getting built, and that is how to train your dragon. This is a, this is a uh, film series that like a lot of people our age really 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 like. I count myself among them, and you just got like you. It doesn't matter which movie you do it to; it would be fantastic. But just imagine some form of roller coaster. I'm thinking kind of along the lines of Hagrid's, or maybe even you could probably get away with a Velocicoaster. It's gonna be like a Universal style roller coaster, very theme heavy. Um, and just really just flying around the island with the dragons. Maybe it, I, it, there are so many different possibilities. I can't even tell you which how I would want it themed. But it's got to be like a How to Train Your Dragon. I want the village. You got to have the roller coaster. It would be amazing. Well, have you seen the uh, the con not concept art, but uh, like the mock-ups for what is believed to be the new area? It looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be either a mock or intimate family uh, multi-launch. In that and area, that's essentially what I want, but I want it done to like the most perfect level of perfectness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for that area. Just, I mean, mainly for the credit. I I haven't seen the movies, which you know, what a surprise. But um, I I'm I'm cool with there being an area with a new coaster. Uh, They're good movies. I have heard They're that. Good movies. So. All right, my first one is Wizard of Oz. Uh, I say this partially because of nostalgia with Wizard of Oz being part of. The great movie ride, which is now gone. Um, but I would love to see a dark ride themed to Wizard of Oz again at some park. Don't know if any park has the rights right now. Doubt it, but that would be who pretty cool. The... Wizard of Oz. I want to know who owns the rights to it right now. But I think that would be a pretty cool idea. Um, I mean, I miss great movie ride. I haven't done. Mickey and Minnie's yet, which and it looks fantastic, but uh, I mean, I I still miss Great Movie Ride. Yeah, that's a ride I'm sad I will never get to do. So, okay, I can't find. There's so many different Wizards of Oz's I can't. I think it's Warner Bros. right now that has the some Warner Brothers Movie World. Maybe. Um. Okay. Next up for me, going uh. Keeping with the our generation would love it, and how has not one well, not been built? Phineas and Ferb. Okay, yep. here is my here. Like, how does one not exist a Phineas and Ferb roller coaster when the first episode of the series is literally titled "Roller Coaster"? There was a uh, back like back when I was a little kid, and Phineas and Ferb was like the show, right? Uh, at Hollywood Studios, there was references to this, actually. Uh, I don't remember where. It's torn down now. I know it was in the area that either Star Wars or um, Toy Story Land has taken, but there were signs and stuff referencing Phineas and Ferb's roller coaster. 
So a little, little fun fact for you. Yeah, but I want the full blown thing. And it, okay, and there's so much videos and from. I've actually been rewatching some of my favorite ones recently because I've just been bored and was like, yeah, I watch some old Phineas and Ferb episodes. Um, there are so many options for this, but like the obvious one is do the Phineas and Ferb roller coaster, and it, I don't know if you do an actual roller coaster. Maybe you do a dark ride so you can get away with some of like the crazy stuff they the roller coaster actually did. Yeah, but come on, Disney. Please, please. That'd be pretty please. cool. I don't know what park it would fit in. Um, my back. It has to be in the backyard. That is the one. I don't care what you do. It has to be in the backyard. Yeah, I like the idea. I'd I'd love to see one of those. Uh, eventually, although that's one that I doubt will actually happen ever. No, it's uh, it's a little too far gone now for. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, my next one is specifically like a. What what is the manufacturer called? Hold on. Um, because this is a specific ride type I would want, and for some reason I'm forgetting the name. Where is it? There it is. Okay, like a uh, one of the set point family suspendeds, like Canopy Flyer at Universal Studios Singapore. I would want to see an indoor version of that at a Disney park themed to Monsters, Inc. and the Doors. I know that there is a Monsters, Inc. ride at California Adventure, but this is a specific ride type. I figured I would just throw it in. But I would love to see that. I mean, that was such a cool scene already. And, I mean, you could tell the idea for a potential ride is there with that type and i think that this type would fit really well at a disney park where not sure but uh i think that would be sick yeah i agree when when you said monsters inc guys like it has to be a doors like mm-hmm. literally he said monsters inc is like doors ride doors ride give me the doors ride um yeah, yeah monsters inc would be a fantastic um that's a good that's a good movie too. See, I'll, now I'm going to want to go watch all of these movies we've You're talked welcome. about. So if you need me for the next like 24 hours, I'll be sitting on my couch back there watching movies. Um okay, next one I'm going to do is Ghostbusters. Uh it is a timeless movie and it is like it has the exact makings for a shooter dark ride. Literally, the entire thing. Give me, yeah, just give me a shooter dark ride. Theme it to Ghostbusters. Have the final be against the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. It would mm-hmm. be perfect. I and Universal I could make it... used to have a Ghostbusters show, and I've always thought if they could get the rights, I would love to see them add a shooting dark ride theme to Ghostbusters. There, that studios. Yeah, think, I'm basically thinking Men in Black, but just make it Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I could. I mean, it would definitely work, and that that would work also perfectly because. Just like at the end scene in Men in Black, when you have the freaking massive monster, you can do that with the Marshmallow Man or whatever. Literally, if Men in Black ever gets like not popular, just overlay Ghostbusters on it, please. Yeah, which I I doubt that will happen. There's too many no. Men in Black stands, but um, I like the idea for sure, and I I that's one that I could realistically see happening someday. Um, okay, next up for me is one that. If it ever happened, I would freak out, and I can already see the uh, just walking up to it and getting goosebumps. And that is a Gravity Falls ride. Now, this is my all-time favorite TV show. And just imagine, 
you walk up to the mystery shack going and there is a dark ride inside or something along that. I, I would have so many goosebumps. Oh my goodness. I, I can hear the soundtrack playing. Like I would freak. There are so many options with that. Uh, that's another one that I don't think will ever happen. But Disney, if you're listening, please, I beg. There are so many options with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, next one for me. Keeping it with the Disney, because Disney just makes good movies. But this is actually a Pixar film. It's one of my favorite Pixar films, and that is Brave. Come on. Like, this... just. There's so much just amazingness to work with in this movie. I had an idea about Brave, actually. I okay. just had one. Okay, well, so Brave, obviously you can make it like a whole land and you can have your main, either Dark Ride or whatever you want, but you could also have, you could fit a steeplechase into that, in the land. That, oh, that, be... that was my small idea. I, I like that. Okay. Steeplechase. Shooter ride. So you're riding the steeplechase and you've got like a gun and you're shooting arrow targets like the opening SNS, sequence of the SNS. movie mm-hmm. have you have you seen have you seen brave yeah okay yeah just i'm just imagining her riding through the woods but just put yeah oh that could work okay oh okay here's what i really want as I, it would have to be built built to the disney park but could disney not build it so it can go to just someone's like some crazy uncle's backyard so we can actually have archery shooting and axe throwing and all of the craziness that comes with it. Mm. I mean, not, uh, Come I on, bet that'd you, be you awesome. could find, I mean, it would be, I bet you, you could find some random old dude who would let you do that. I'm just, a, can we build it actually in, in the like appropriate setting? Yeah. That would be awesome. Okay, yeah, Brave is one of those movies. I actually made, I made my mom watch it for the first time a couple months ago, and she's like, that is a lot more dark than I was expecting. I was like, I know, it's fantastic, right? That's um, a, yeah, that, that's a movie that I could... I, I'm surprised that we haven't seen anything put into Disney Parks for that movie yet, honestly. I know, it's fit in Fantasyland so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, Brave for me. Alright, um, next for me is one that is series of movies I have not seen in a very, very long time and do not remember super, super well. I don't even think I've seen all of them. I've seen most of them, I like to think, though. And that is uh, Lord of the Rings. And the main reason I put this on here is it's such a big name. I already know that some park could just take it and do phenomenal with it, and it would make a ton of money. Yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> No, it would be another Star Wars or Harry Potter level. Yeah. I think the big reason it hasn't happened is because the two companies that would have the ability to do it already have Star Wars and Harry Potter. Because mm-hmm. these other places could do it, but they could not do it like as well as a Disney or Universal could. So Yeah. Okay, and the last one I have as one that I know Chris and I both like and that is Stranger Things. Yes, that it would mm, it would be interesting to see how that could fit in as a whole land. But obviously, this is another one that would make a ton of money uh, since it's such a big series. It's possible, but th- there's so many options. 
the, yeah, this runs into it. Like, how do you do it? Because this, the writers for Stranger Things are meticulous with how the show is written. They, so how do you work a theme park ride into the story realistically? I know it's at a theme park, so you kind of can bend the rules a little bit. But still, I feel like the Stranger writers would be meticulous about this. So the couple ideas I've had would either be some sort of shooting dark ride. It's like, come along, help fight Demogorgons or Demodogs or whatever the heck it is that they go with. Um, or other idea I had is maybe you do a show kind of similar to the Orange Stuntacular. Yeah, maybe. I could see it. Um, but yeah, there, there's so many different options you can do with that. Especially if you just make it into a land, where do you want to have it set? Because you could make it Hawkins Lab. You could make it... I mean, th there's a lot of different options for where it could be set. Um, but that's another one that, realistically, in a few years, I would not be surprised if some big chain, maybe even Universal, were to pick up the rights to and figure something out. Because that would make yeah. a, a lot of money, too. Um, yeah, Universal's already worked with them with the houses for Halloween Horror Nights, that's, so yeah, that it wouldn't surprise, surprise me to see it happen. Right. And uh, my last one is for you and Bryant, and that is Back to the Future. It is not a movie I have seen, but I'm putting it on here for you two. I know you guys want this, and uh, I'm sure this is also an option that realistically could end up in a park someday and would make a good amount of money. Maybe Universal brings it back sometime. Who knows? Yeah, but, I think uh, it's yeah. this... 80s 90s nostalgia wave continues to sweep over like pop culture and over theme parks honestly we're going to i think it would be realistic to see a return of a back to the future ride to the return of a jaws ride see the stuff like that because those are rides that people still talk about to this day and miss back to the future i think yeah you you it's been it's been a hot minute since that ride originally opened so like New ride completely. Don't go with the same system. Mm -hmm. Just new ride completely. Really have fun with it. Make it entertaining. I would fly down. I would fly down faster for a Back to the Future ride than I would for Veloci Coaster because Back to the Future is, yeah, disgusted. Not uh, no. Okay, whatever. You can like the movie, but come on, it's Veloci Coaster. It, oh, it no, is. Look. Just chill out. But, uh, yeah, so that was 10 IPs that deserve a land or ride. A little bit of a different second half. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it, but I think that's going to do it for this episode, which, even with the longer news, we somehow made this one of our shortest episodes ever. Yeah. We spent, like, a good 30 minutes on news and, like, 15 minutes on our uh, roller coasters and Not a bad IPs, so... But yeah, thank you all for listening. I have no idea what's happening next week. We're kind of like in the lull where we really don't know what's happening. So we'll be surprised too. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, but before we go, we have to plug our social medias for y'all. If you want to keep up with what is happening in our lives, you can follow us at Twisted underscore Travelers on Instagram. At Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end of a one on Twitter. You can follow Chris at Twisted Travelers Chris, right? Yep. And then you can follow me, and that's on Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Thrilling Moment for all of those roller coaster pictures and hot takes. Well, if you want the hot takes, you can also just come here. But yeah, 
Or just uh, come here and listen to us. But if you want them before, usually they happen on Twitter before they make it to the show. So, mm-hmm. but yes, uh, so we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Obviously, Discord, Patreon down below. Listen to past episodes, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers podcast.